Welcome to Empowered Radio. I am your host, Emma Montgomery, an online nutrition and fitness coach and creator of Shred Within. Each week, we'll talk all things nutrition, training, and mindset. You'll be able to take my tips and strategies and apply what you learn to see results with both your body and your mind. So without further ado, let's jump into the episode. Hi guys, welcome back. Thank you for being here. Today we're going to talk about dun 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 overeating on the weekends. I get asked about this all the time. Um, a lot of people struggle with this and you might be raising your hand saying, yep, that's me. Uh, but a lot of people struggle with this. And this is, I would say, one of the biggest things when it comes down to someone like something deterring someone or stalling their weight loss. This is it. Um, I speak from like high experience on this one <laughs> when I say um, I struggled with this for a very, very, very long time. And it was the one thing that was keeping me from losing weight for a long time. And I was so oblivious to what I was doing. It wasn't that I was oblivious. I knew I was overeating on the weekends, but I was a, I was having like the ignorance is bliss, like not trying to figure out what was causing me to do it. And then I was also having that where um, just the stupidity of, yeah, I'm only eating 1500 calories a day. And then I wasn't even, which was too low for me. Um, but that's another story. But And we'll, we'll talk about actually in this episode. But I was that person that wasn't figuring in the absolute monstrosity of calories I was consuming over the weekend. And so I was eating far more on average than 1,500 a day. Um, but to me, I was like, no, I'm only eating 1,500. And so I'd tell my coach that. And then what would they do? Like we're going through everything. They would slash my calories because, oh, she's not losing weight on this. we got to decrease her calories and increase the cardio. Um, because, you know, I'm not telling them that I'm eating like a complete unhinged asshole on the weekend. So anyhow, we're going to just kind of deep dive into the the overeating on the weekends and some things that I did that helped me um, that hopefully can help you too. Because like I said, this is a common theme um, for most people, especially the ones that I deal with. I would say 95% of people fall in this category when they... Um, they either like don't recognize that they are eating more than they're accounting for because they're not factoring in their weekends um, or they know they are and they're having a hard time figuring out how to control that. So that's what we're going to talk about. Um, The first thing when we overeat on the weekend, just own it. (laughs) Even if you don't have a coach that you're like reporting into and it just own it with yourself. I think it's very easy, even if we are, you know, just talking to ourselves. it's very easy to want to get defensive and, well, it's because of so-and-so and and they ordered this and it was there and I never get to eat that. So I had to eat it. And then everybody was pushing drinks at me. And when I drink more, I eat more. And that's fine. You don't have to explain it. Just accept it. It was a choice. You chose to overeat on the weekend, in that moment, in that sitting, whatever that be, you were not forced food down your throat. You chose to do it. So that's the biggest thing is owning, owning that choice. Understanding that it was a choice is the biggest thing. You were not forced. You chose. 
Um, so that is the first thing that I will say. And that's the hardest pill to swallow because when we realize that, okay, I had a choice, I could have not overate, but I chose to, then that's when you're like, ugh, you want to feel shame <laughs> and you want to beat yourself up, but don't completely own it. But also don't, I don't want to say don't judge yourself. Don't beat yourself up. Um, cause a, there's, that is going to serve no good. It's going to do nothing to help you. Um, it's just going to make you feel worse. So own it. Understand that you had a choice. You, you're owning your choice and you are not going to beat yourself up over the choice, but you are going to deep dive in there and try to figure out why you made that choice. So this is what I'm going to talk about a little more and like dig into. I know for me specifically, and the majority of people that I talk to and work with, it comes down to a couple of things. So the first one is that we are being far too aggressive if we're somebody that's dieting, and this is usually the case. Um, we're being far too aggressive with our calorie deficit during the week. And then the weekend comes and we want to eat everything because we have like white knuckled the week. Um, so it's either that we're being too restrictive with our calories or being too restrictive with our food choices. So maybe you are in a, a good aggressive calorie deficit that's not far too aggressive, but maybe you're not allowing yourself any of the foods that you enjoy. Um, so you're eating very, what I would call like a bro diet. Maybe it's chicken or tilapia, asparagus and rice, or you know, just again, like what you would see a bodybuilder eat. Maybe you're trying to follow a meal plan that's very rigid, not very realistic, especially for you. And, and you have no joy. Food is about enjoyment too. Even if you're in a diet, you can still enjoy what you're eating. Um, so maybe it is that you're being too restrictive with your food choices and then the weekend comes and foods that you never allow yourself to have are present and very readily available to you. And so it is hard to refrain from those. And then when you start eating, maybe you can't stop. Um, and then the same thing applies with the calorie deficit. If you're too aggressive and you are damn near starved to death by the time the weekend comes and then there's tons of food that's available to you it's hard to stop because you feel like you're not going to get it again. Um, and you mentally will tell yourself, I did this. Well, I've already eaten more than I planned. I'm just going to keep on eating because I'm going to start over tomorrow or I'm going to start over on Monday. So I might as well just eat everything today and get it out of my system. Guys, I promise you that will never work. You will literally repeat the same cycle over and over every week. I did this for three to four years, so long that it makes my head spin thinking about it. And there may be a lot of you that are listening that are literally shaking your head or raising your hand saying, that is me, that is me, that is me. So that's that's the two camps <laughs> of uh, people uh, or scenarios that I usually see is that um, when we're getting too restrictive, it's either with our food choices or with our deficit. The other thing that I will see is that it tends to be something within our environment. Um, and that could be 
with work, home life, people. Um, a lot of times it is the people that we're hanging out with on the weekends. It could be things that are in your house. Maybe there are foods that are harder for you to control yourself around that maybe you don't need to keep in the house or you need to move them where they're not eye level. They need to be high up. Maybe it's things for your kids that you know that if you get into them, you can't portion it out because you just have the hardest time. And sometimes you have to just remove those things or put them to where you're not constantly staring at them. Um, But what I normally see is it is the company and the people that we surround ourselves with. It, I think we have a hard time telling people no, um, implementing boundaries, understanding that no is a complete sentence. I know for a lot of people, weekends will include happy hours and drinking. And when we drink, we tend to overeat because we tend to care less. Honestly, it's not that we get more hungry. It's just that we don't care and food's there and people are buying more drinks and we're just like, yeah, I don't want to turn it down and this is good and I'm just going to eat it while I'm talking and everybody's socializing and you don't even realize you're doing it in the moment most of the time. Um, So for me, I know I have friends that I hang out with that when we're together, there's going to be a lot of alcohol and I almost always have a two drink max. And that is, um, unless it's my birthday or some big, like we're celebrating something crazy or maybe my sister's birthday or something like that, uh, where I'll have a few more than that, but two drinks is typically my max. And I always tell the people that I'm with that so that they are aware. And if somebody's trying to buy me drinks and I say, no, they understand that there is not, it's no is not going to be followed by an explanation as to why no is a complete sentence. I don't want any more. Um, now my choice to not drink a lot is, and I'm not saying that's for everybody. For me personally, I don't love the way I feel the next day. I don't, it, it feels to me when I drink a lot. Um, even if I don't get super drunk, if it's three or four drinks where I just have like a really good buzz, but I'm like, I know when I go to bed, it's going to be when I wake up the next morning, I'm not going to feel my best. Um, that's what I don't like. It feels what I would say, it's like taking a few logs off the fire. That's how I feel the next day. I want to wake up and feel my best every day. So choosing to um, set the the two drink max, I can have two drinks, be social, feel good, wake up the next day and still feel good. Um, so that's why I do that. The other, you know, things too is it's empty calories. I, I think it's silly. I don't love any alcohol the way it tastes enough to just blow tons of calories on it. Um, Also, I'm a single woman. I choose to uh, be in control. I don't want to be in a position where I either uh, do something stupid or say something stupid, make an ass of myself or get taken advantage of in any way, whether it is sexual or just anything. So I like to feel in control. Um, So that's my whole spill on alcohol. Again, nothing against it. I do have times that I drink more than two drinks, but I do not drink that often. And it is typically, when I say not that often, it might be once a month. Um, In the winter, it is, there's several months in a row that I don't drink at all. Like the winter, I hardly ever drink. Um, Even in the spring, when I drink, it is typically in the summer, like most people. And it might be one time a month, um, sometimes twice a month. But again, it's that two drink max. I usually do not get super carried away. Uh, and those are the reasons why. But 
So anyhow, it is knowing that, though, about your environment and the people that you hang out with, that you might have friends that, um, you know, when you are with them, there's going to be tons of food and there might not be tons of healthy options. Um, It might be some friends that you hang out with. There's going to be lots of alcohol that's involved. It might be some friends that you hang out with that they maybe you would want to wake up and go exercise and and they don't want to. You get the point. Your environment will play a huge role in the decisions that you make when it comes to food, exercise, just your actions in general, but especially with food and overeating. Um, So auditing that is huge. I'm not saying don't hang out with these people. It is understanding that and realizing that and having a plan for when you do hang out with these people. A lot of times we know ahead of time that we're going to hang out with certain people and go to dinner or have drinks or whatever. So there are things that you can do like calorie cycling, for example. You can, if you know you're going out for dinner on Saturday and it's at a place that you want to be able to eat a few pieces of pizza and whatever and not just get a salad, then you can plan for that through the week and um, calorie cycle. And it might be that you shave 100, 200 calories from each day leading up to that. That way you have a little more wiggle room in your calorie budget for the week to eat more on that weekend. So you're in control and you have a plan. If it is back to the alcohol piece, setting a a drink limit and letting the people know that you're with, that you have one, and that when you reach that and you say no, that you don't want to have to explain it. And if it's people that are truly your friends and that love you, you're not going to have to elaborate any more than that. They're going to respect that because they're your friends and they love you. Um And I know some people have a hard time with this. You don't, (laughs) and this is a whole different, like I'm getting into a whole different podcast episode, but know that you don't have to drink to have fun. Um, And if you feel like that, then I would definitely audit the company that I'm with because um, I can have a great time and not drink anything. And it's because the people that I hang out with are just a really good time. So anyways, Uh, Like I said, I'm getting off on this whole alcohol tangent, but I feel like on this last one, the environment that is hands down the, the biggest slippery slope for people and where they have the hardest time is because alcohol will get involved. They tend to eat more um, and have a harder time just saying no and sticking to their guns and, and, you know, their goals and things kind of go out the window. Um, If you get drunk, you just don't, you're not thinking about those things. So knowing that and having the plan is, um, is the biggest thing to help you rein in your weekends. The calorie cycling works wonders for most people. Um, because it does when you're looking at your calorie budget on a weekly view versus day to day, um, it's not so black and white and you give yourself just a lot more flexibility that way. I calorie cycle even um, to this day. Like if I know I've got something going on the weekend, I will always calorie cycle just to give myself some more flexibility. Um, And because again, I feel more in control when I have a plan going into it. And sometimes I don't even eat as much as I thought I was going to, but it's nice knowing that I had prepared myself and had the plan and I felt in control going into it. And then auditing your environment Um, and just understanding that you can still hang out with those people, just have some boundaries 
some expectations of yourself, but also letting those people know why it's important to you can be helpful. Um, that way they don't really like pressure and tease you. They understand that you have a goal and it's important to you. And at the end of the day, they're not the ones that have to wake up and feel uncomfortable if your jeans are too tight. Like that's on you. And yes, it sucks. And I know that's very blunt for me to say it that way. But I think when we are owning our decisions and, you know, when we're waking up and we're not feeling the best and we overate and everything's, we feel uncomfortable in our clothes and we, we understand that we are the problem. Um, it, is a hard pill to swallow when you realize that you are the one that's making the decisions and you're driving the car and you are the one um, that's choosing those things because you want this goal like so bad. Uh, but at the end of the day, your actions are are not um, aligning with what you want. So um, I'm going to go through those steps just really quickly again. But it was the first one was just Owning, understanding that it was a choice and owning it, but also not beating yourself up over it. I think that first step is huge in understanding that it was a choice. It was not forced upon you. You chose that. Not beating yourself up, but then you need to dig into why you made that decision. So then that's when we audit what is going on, whether it is um, the calorie deficit the lack of foods, you know, maybe we've removed the foods that we loved, or it could be our, just the environment in general, the people that we're hanging out with, the things that we have access to um, on the weekends, and then creating a game plan for the next time, whether that be something like calorie cycling, setting a drink limit, letting the people um, that you hang out with know your goals and why they're important to you, and that you have these boundaries. So I know that's very, um, a lot of that is very specific to me and like how I worked through the overeating on the weekends, but I do know that people are in very similar situations. So I know this is going to resonate with a ton of people um, just because of the feedback that I get. Weekends are tricky because we're around more food or around more alcohol. Um, It's just really owning your decisions and then trying to figure out what you can do. And it's not even removing things. It's just how you can navigate through the things that are already there um, and just learn from that going forward. And understand too that you're never going to be in a position where you're not going to overeat on the weekend again. There are weekends that I still overeat, even if I've tried to plan for it. But this, have like recognizing it and creating the plan is going to help you do it less and less and less. So I know this one's going to be a powerful one for a lot of people. Um, if you found value in it, I always appreciate when you share it with a friend. But thank you guys again for tuning in. Uh, really quick, Happy Supplements are still 20% off with the code SHRED20. So I will put that link in the... Uh, notes for you guys. But other than that, I appreciate y'all for being here. I hope you have an amazing weekend and I will talk to you next week. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Empowered Radio. If you enjoyed the episode or found value in it, could you do me two quick favors? One, 
Take a screenshot and post it to your social media and tag me in it so I can say thanks. And two, could you subscribe to the podcast and leave a five-star rating and review in iTunes? It would mean the world to me. Thanks again for tuning in and we'll see you in the next episode.